All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, but and again, the nice thing about about recorded audio is none of it has to be in context. But we could also leave this in because we're wild. Or you can cut it and put it at the end for bonus nuggets or in between your commercials or produce produce an intro extra and have this as a feature. We didn't know we were recording. Sorry. We're learning. I did a podcast with uh, my buddy uh, Matt about uh, the Fort Mac stuff, and I did a phone interview with him. And the way his show would start was a clip of me, like, "Hello, yeah, yeah, what, buddy? We're talking, we're talking to each other in Hamal voice, <laughs> buddy. Hey, buddy, what? Get out of my like, we're doing shtick, right? I haven't talked to my buddy in a couple of years, and then I listen to his podcast, and that's the beginning of the thing. And I'm like, oh shit, you were you recorded all of that. <laughs> now none of it was incriminating, but there's that moment when you go, oh, what did I say? Yeah. Right. So that was cool. So again, you can use. I feel like we've slid right into the podcast. That's the we're having a podcast. Right there. We're doing our podcast I right now. I feel like we've slid That's right it. in. By Surrounded. talking about the podcast, now, we are recording a podcast. Yeah. Q Ghost Ride the Whip. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. There's your raw intro, right? Raw. Yeah. Well, what did I say we should have the. Uh... Get next to the closet. What did I say on the weekend we should change? Little Tay. Ah, uh, yes. You want to change the audio? She put a Tay to yeah, car, just to break man. into one little piece of the intro. We talk about yeah, her enough. We gotta, we gotta I heard you talking about Lil Tay, but I don't you know, know this Lil is you the Vancouver kid who poses in front of houses and yeah, stuff? Yeah, she's a nine-year-old kid. Oh, it's a girl. I thought it was a boy. Yeah, no, nine-year-old no. kid. And she showed up at a Whoa, Vicky, Bad Barbie fight, which are two of humanity's most interesting specimens. I know Bad Barbie. Yeah. Aggregate following, five million souls. Wow. She pops up recording a street fight, which was not really much of a street fight. Let's be real. I've seen more punches thrown at a not street fight. And <laughs> all of a sudden, she had 700,000 followers. And then she starts wigging out, and she's got stacks of actual bills. She's waving them at people. She's clearly of means. Nine years old? Nine years old. Nine years old. Talking about being a rapper, and now it's blowing everyone's mind that her money isn't real. Of course it's not real. The rap, the nine-year-old rapper I've never heard of. With a song that doesn't exist. Has no album songs, tour dates, or anything. Isn't really rich. Huh? Most nine-year-olds you see walking around are of their own means. (laughs) But that's how weird the world is right now that well it's almost less believable the other way because there's guys out there with no songs that i've never i don't know cardi b i know she's famous of course you know know cardi b no i don't i don't know her i've heard of her i thought she was cardinal official for like two years oh man that'd be a great move for him that'd be a good morph yeah morph cardinal official into cardi b and radio would get a canadian content spin out of it too yeah so it would get play yeah 
solve yeah. the problems. That's the easiest. The, the having to have a percentage of the r- songs on the radio be Canadian now is so easy in pop music with Bieber and Drake. Yeah, you're you are right. not scratching your head for bare naked lady spins anymore. And like, who the hell? But I also learned about it. I learned about it at Hot 107 uh, a couple weeks ago. If Drake records in New York, that doesn't count. Well, you get credits. I think there's like four have, parts to it. Yeah, you have to have two of four or yeah. something like that. So Drake is Canadian, part one. But if he records at a studio in Toronto, then he's set. But if he writes it, that's part two, right? Something like that, Or yeah. if he produces, there's levels, right? So if Drake were to record in the International Space Station, say like Views from the Six album two, yeah. could he be free of all royalties? I'm buying that. Could he just release it from space and not be subject like to satellite terrestrial radio? Law? Yeah. yeah, amazing. You know what? I got radio still has to pay, but it Earth circumvents laws. the like all the like uh, legislation around profanity and whatnot. Really? You think Drake should go dark? Yeah. Dark net Drake. See, you do have the See? darkness in you. Yeah, he wants dark Drake. Yeah, oh yeah, I'd love to know what he's got to say. I want to hear Aubrey come out, not Drake. Yeah, Aubrey's yeah. got stories. Aubrey's from the street. Yeah. Would you guys think of Drake on the sidelines at the Raptor games? I know hockey culture in general didn't really approve from what I read on Twitter. Well, I don't care, man. Like, hockey's the most boring sport in the world. If anyone shows any personality whatsoever, the Coast Guard comes and takes you away. Yeah, it's annoying. Do your thing, Drake. Yeah. Rock well, do your thing, but it just like it seems is it is it genuine or is he like playing it up? Every like, single thing you see is fake. I can't, the yeah. most of everything is wrestling is right. Exactly. Here. Everything you see is fake. He is literally a professional actor named Wheelchair Jimmy. He's an employee of the team, right? Yeah. As yeah. an ambassador, brand ambassador. Yeah. Do you guys want to know my Jack Nicholson story at a Lakers game talking about ringside or yeah. courtside guys? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, okay, thanks. We're trying to talk to people <laughs> on a podcast. Here's yeah. level of celebrity, okay? I'm at the, uh, by the way, brought my sweat rag in because I heard you guys describe oh, yeah. this as an egg sandwich smelling Thoughts? hot box. It says as advertised, right? Hot as F? Oh, it's cooking. Yeah, it's hot. It's getting spicy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm at Lake, uh, Lakers game. Floor seats. What? How's yeah. that possible? Uh, buddy Matt Green playing for the Kings. Of so course. off day. So me and Drew Doughty on the baseline. You with... and Drew Doughty went to a Lakers game and sat courtside. Baseline. That'll be the free, show, everybody. Free throw, Thanks free for this line. week. That's not even the craziest part of the story. This story is a deep one. There's oh, lots of, lot go, of layers. Go, go. But I want to give you the Jack Nicholson part of it because he's, he's row one along with uh, Be Real. Amanda Bynes was there. Um, a, a bunch of familiar faces. But like Jack was there sitting where he sits. And so we have access to like a VIP lounge for in between uh, quarters and, and, and halftime. So we duck in there for a drink and it's, a, you know, not much bigger than this room. Like it's a, it's a, it's a small private lounge and there's um, the dude from Scrubs. Zach Braff. Uh, yeah. And yeah, the, the two dudes from Scrubs. And the guy from Clueless. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Nice. The two, they were both there from Scrubs. Um, a few other celebrities, the owner of the Kings was there. Um, so halftime ends, everybody filters out back to their seats. Uh, I'm one of the last guys in the room in walks, Jack Nicholson doesn't say anything to anyone, walks right up to the bar, grabs two drinks, turns around and walks out. He was not there to be socializing with the guys from, from scrubs. And then as soon as he leaves, Penny Marshall walks in. She grabs two The drinks. lady with her glasses always in the bridge of her nose. Yeah, Laverne and Shirley, one of the most powerful, successful producers in Hollywood. I did not know that. And then, oh, yeah, yeah. And like as A-list as it gets. Oh. So she grabs her two drinks, and out she goes. That's level of celebrity in L.A. There's the ones that want to be there, hobnobbing with the guy from Scrubs. And then Jack Nicholson just wanted his double rum and Coke or whatever it was. Just Damn. power moving. Power moving. That's heavy. Yeah. So Drew Doughty, is he, when he sees celebrities, he's like, whatever, I'm also a celebrity and missing many teeth. It was his rookie year, so he was living with Greener. Oh, so nice. He was still... Yeah, I think he's probably a guy who keeps it pretty real, though. I don't think... Oh, yeah. He's a good dude. Yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah, no, yeah, he's, yeah. he's a good dude. So he, was he a good guy to sit with? Yeah, we had lots of fun. Lots of laughs. He's a bit of a... I don't want to say simpleton, but young. He was young. Yeah. I walked in and he was playing Call of Duty and Greener's like, yeah, this is my roommate, Drew. I'm like, hey, and he's playing Call of Duty, World War, whatever, and there's f- Nazi flags. I'm like, oh, the, your color's all out of whack. I'm like, those Nazi flags aren't even red. What? What's a Nazi? I'm like, I didn't know. Or no, a swastika. Didn't know what the swastika was. Oh, bless his heart. He doesn't yeah, need to know nice. what a swastika is because he can bless rifle a punch. his heart. Exactly. Yeah. He should never need to no. know what a swastika is. Some, there's like, some athletes you look at and you look at them and you're like, oh, this guy doesn't think for a living. Like, he's got freakishly good reflexes and strength. He does not need to know what a swastika is. You shouldn't think for a living. Yeah. You know what I mean? Shelter yeah. him. I, I just think hard. that if you don't know what a swastika is, you have to work at that. 
That level of ignorance. It's like yeah, someone that's, someone that's, who hasn't seen Star Wars and likes to tell you that they haven't seen Star Wars. Yeah, or yeah. they make Star Trek references knowing damn well it's Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, I just think he had to work at it. There's no way that he didn't know what it was without intentionally being ignorant. Yeah. That's how I feel about that. Yeah, premeditated ignorance. Yeah. I don't know. He's pretty busy playing hockey. Yeah, like he's got a lot of his brain. He's dedicated skipping to social. Like I don't. Think oh, he skips social for to go sure. shoot some. Yeah. some Somebody else some wrote the test for him. NFL players, it blows my mind the amount of playbooks they have to memorize and stuff like that. Like, oh. if you're an NFL player recording to camp, it is getting serious fast. Like, they're giving you binder upon binder, maybe iPad upon. They iPad. study tape, screenshots. Of, of plays, it's it's insane the amount of time they put in that. Yeah, and, and they even do it in hockey, but football takes it next level. Yeah, I can only remember four plays per team. Tech Mobile. Yeah, that oh. was it. Two runners and wide out. <laughs> one out of the shotgun for when yeah. you're in a pinch. Yeah. That's when the game was pure. <sighs> Super oh. Tech Mobile was still good. Yeah. By the way, I feel like we should mention that uh, the fourth voice that you're hearing today. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yukon Jack. Yeah, spin it around. Do the, the intro now, and you can jump back. Oh, Hundred point three. Imagine the bear. we did. You Everything can. is wrestling slash yeah. real life podcast. No, slash there's no bear idea. morning show slash They'll little brick know. ad slash. They'll <laughs> never know. You could play Ghost Ride the Whip right now. Put that last twenty minutes of audio after what you say next. Yeah. And that's how you can cut. Or the leave show. it in the middle like a Picasso. We're professionals. Oh, or yeah. a series of Easter eggs and try and find it somewhere on the dark web. What's mm-hmm. the Next intro Drake's new album? Halfway into the show. Why is that lady's oh. nose by her ear? Yeah, Picasso. That would work. <laughs> Guernica. Picasso. Yeah, Yukon Jack's here. He came down, did a little brick. We're working on some business. We have a show. Yep. The fourth podcast in the podcast galaxy, but the shining star of the podcast we do is the Everything is Wrestling podcast. It's fun. Yeah, you're liking it it's now. Fun. What I like, and and I I think Bag Milk gets it really well that it everything is. You guys see it popping into life now. It's the the podcast itself. The show is about uh, a set of beliefs that it, once you once you figure out that everything is a work, as they refer to it in the wrestling business in real life, you'll have an easier time navigating the waters. Right. So what is a work? Would be like a bit. A bit, yes. That's a, a great way to put it. No, a no, no, no. Uh, a fabricated <laughs> production, an angle, a story, a shtick, a bit. A bit is the perfect word. Everything is a bit. Yeah. Right. So it's based loosely on the truth, but it's embellished, or it's it it can be uh, parallels drawn back to the world of pro wrestling. You guys come across this all the time in your daily lives. See, I'm very naive and wide eyed, and I think that everything I see is real. And I'm like, that person's not tricking me. This is really what they think. And then I'm always blindsided, like that movie Blindside. Yeah, but you guys, like, that's one of the things that appealed to me about the entire nation foolishness was that, like, you guys already have these existing shticks. Your luchadors online. You know what I mean? Nobody knows what you look like. You've got characters that you play. Well, you know what Jay looks like. He's on the news more yeah. than Al-Qaeda. Well, he's so handsome. Yeah, I'm a whore. I'm a media whore. Yeah, yeah, he's the face, right? Jay gets emails from an admirer. Well, they get sent to me, but Jay gets them. Yeah, that's a story for, for whenever yeah. we're ready to tell that story. But well, there let's is... wait until the trial of your eventual murder. <laughs> yes. Let's yes. tell it posthumously yeah. and be like, Did... we should have seen that coming. It really <laughs> escalated <laughs> gradually. <laughs> Everyone's been warned. There's, there's someone after me. Yeah. Did they send pics? I've got pics. Oh, no. Do you really? I, I went in a deep dive. Oh, yeah, but she uh, didn't send them. No, 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 no. Bag no. milk's brokering this stalking. That's uh, right. I showed Wanye some of the emails on the weekend, and they're incredible. Jay went on the news, and then an admirer thought that he looked <laughs> a lot like somebody she loved in the 80s. Ooh. And then started contacting Bag Milk. And then started phoning the pint and started looking around. And she really wants to get Jay's phone number or fax number or, is that you know. your first experience with someone who's got some issues like that uh this aggressively yeah yeah, yeah. we're about five emails deep now well she yeah, exactly it was a different person issues. she knows what she likes, and likes she's she convinced sees. i'm this other person she yeah. thinks there that's, was a time in my life i went not by jay by aj oh. which is plausible mclean of the backstreet boys i assume <laughs> as jay you are a J, technically your M J. How would you say? It? Like you are a J. Yeah, Alt J and yeah. J. Yikes! I had uh, well, it's been a little while now, but there's a, a lady who sends, and it comes in waves, and it's been it's been probably a year since I've seen anything, but like you couldn't fake this level of mental illness. Like you couldn't. <laughs> I'm telling you, Hollywood movie script, like. If the movie Seven, if they if they open up this guy's cat- catalog and diary of work, we still wouldn't do it justice. I'm talking like handwritten, like coil scribblers, stuffed with papers and newspaper clippings, highlighted and written on top of. 
Um, it looks like there's about 15 different penmanships, different sizes, different shapes, writing in different directions on what? the pages, diagrams. Nope. I've got a file. Yeah, but all of it, like, again, I would, I would hand it to you and you would go, oh my God, this is fascinating. And you would look at it for 10 seconds and be like, I can't make any sense it's of like this. Really? It's like really killer even, shit. It's not even worth, uh, like, ooh, this is a creepy look through. It's just, it's just. But what's nothing. the purpose is like these are being sent to you as love letters? Is no. being no? I don't know. I don't know. They're just but they're to you? Yeah, they're addressed to me at the radio station. Yeah. Right. So I know what they look like because they come in big kind of pillowcase puffy <laughs> delivery, you know, manila envelopes with the bubble liners in them. So I know I'm like, oh, here's another one, and I just don't even open them. I just pass it, throw it on the pot. I feel awful for these people because when you're that manic for sure. right? Like we had a lady one time when we had the bar blue Chicago, and she got super excited about me in real life. And was like within one day of meeting, I was leaving notes on the door and was like kissing oh. them with lipstick, like crazy people yeah. stuff. And you don't, I'm not making light of this. No, of course not. At the time, it yeah. was mildly terrifying. And then I was out with my mom because I'm an angel and saw this lady walking and she'd been coming to the bar. Security knew yeah. not to let her in, walked right past me, didn't even recognize me. Didn't know. And it was like the day earlier yeah. she was looking for me. Didn't recognize right. you without a bar. How'd you feel? Did you feel Amazing. disappointed? I was like, in the future, when I do blogging, I shall remain anonymous. Oh, Therefore, yeah. no one will know who I am. It was a formative moment in my life. I'm going to go out on record and say, if you want to stalk me, go ahead. Let's do it. <sighs> That's smart. I can play that Thank game. You. That's smart. I'm yeah. in. Why'd the lightning pole get hit by lightning again, Dad? <laughs> we'll be back after this. It's the cause for the pause on the Real Life Podcast. Alberta is where you find hardworking hands. Where prairie-grown rye meets mountain spring water. Where we pull dragons from the ground. And we choose Righan Distillery. Vodka, whiskey, gin, and more. Righan is made from Alberta-grown ingredients, locally distilled and distributed. It's a bottle of Alberta. Ask for award-winning Righan in your liquor store and visit RighanDistillery.com. We're back. Real Life Podcast. I realized I tried to impress Yukon Jack by using his trademark slogan, pause for the cause. Pause for the cause. Instead, yeah, yeah. I said cause for the pause and embarrassed myself, then swore, then said Bag Milk's real name earlier and didn't know about it. And then you came back and said, and we're back after I just specifically told you not to See, say See, this is why we, <laughs> we never... Let's get into this the, is too get into hard. The, it's too hard. The I feel before... I got to put a pause here. The post-mortem. For the cause. Pause yeah. for the cause. We yeah. have to shout out our boys, Rig Hand distillery yeah, for true. sponsoring this podcast and also i'm going to bring a little nation uh summer party events into this to. uh we broadcasted this on uh, on twitter we could uh, recorded oh. a video over three thousand people watched us do a shot of rig hand brum we took down some brum that's the beat rum that that's is the beat the rum. rum yeah i've heard incredible things about the beat rum i've been out to rig hand uh they produced our bear vodka for a while as well and it was a home run raging success Nothing but positive reviews, and uh, but I, the beat rum you've ruined. You ruined your whole beat. It's my thing now. I get it. That's I right. get the beat rum. It's the sugar beat, and I get that it's the sugar. But it, I mean, can you do that now? Next, does this continue? You're not. You're. Oh, I know. It goes on. The show goes on. So the bit was you would eat beets after every Oilers. loss. I would eat a can of beets after every Oilers loss until they got to 500, which never happened. And I've seen some bits go sideways, and that was the worst bit I've ever seen go sideways. <laughs> well, now it's turned into and a whole thing. You judged the smallest dick in the world contest at the Brewhouse. Yes. <laughs> and that we, was worse. We once did a promotion where we booked Commonwealth Stadium at, like, 5 a.m., and we simulcast with, like, breakfast television on A Channel at the time, and it was, uh, what the hell did we call it, Meat Suit Touchdown. Started a guy in a dog-proof suit at the 50-yard line covered in meat, all he had to do was run with a football to the to the end zone. We released a dog, attack dog, a trained from the, attack dog. Yes, from EPS the other or end. Bootleg, of, like not Blackwater type shit. One of these shit. security guys. Yeah, 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 you yeah. don't want to see this, boys. Mercenaries. And it went south. The dog just attacked the football. It was a dud. It was a waste of time. The dog might as well have humped the football. Like it was a that would have been more entertaining. It was terrible. <laughs> that went sideways. But this beat bit. I've, this is the sideways ever. Can you just drink the beat rum from Rig Hand now? No, I'm going to do beats next year. But You're no, I'm not going to beats do... again for 500. No, I'm just going to do it after every loss. Oh. I've committed to every single game. There is going to be some kind of broadcast. Yes, you've Brought got. You by so I'm an idiot. Beats. Why do you want to eat so many beats, man? What's I don't. I don't want to eat beats. I want the Oilers to be good. Respect. You're I'm do throwing this for the rest all of your natural in... life because in year three they're going to want you to eat beats, homie. <laughs> I, I feel like I will. 
And you know what? I'm all in with the team. If they're losing and suffering, then I'm suffering as well. So does this mean that now if they're like on a four-game losing streak, you have the authority to go into the dressing room and yell? I feel like I should. It's earned. Or at least give a little bit of advice. Send a note down via Pony Express. Man, if you've been eating beets for the last 10 years, you'd be mostly beet by now. I eat 15. Uh, Matt Henderson did the math. I did 15 kilos of beets this year. What? God what? Um, without getting to What color- my shit looked like? Yeah. Yeah, it was red. It was like, and it was, you could set your watch to it. Yeah. So I would eat beads, say Oilers game ends at 1030, eat the beads, do the thing, 7 a.m., like clockwork. Set your watch to it. Given the amount of sex you must have with your whole lifestyle, it's Mm, amazing you don't have octuplets. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You would be getting laid off a regular. (laughs) If there's anything that turns the misses on, it's a guy that stinks of beet. Well, Every anyways, the beet game. rum was delicious. So hold on, yeah. this thing been an ad the entire time. For yeah, that is, that is what we like to call native advertising. Weave it into the Man, DNA of the conversation. Deal. You I gotta a get a deal. beet deal. If there is a grocery store beet provider, well, something. beet providers aren't listening, nor is anybody else. But I know what you're working. There's got to be yeah. a good like because there's brum. Uh, that means yeah. there's a lot of beets in Alberta. There's got to be like a local hipster. But you can also get a restaurant to sponsor you, and they pre-make you your beets, and sure. now they're delicious, and thank you very much, whatever the hell restaurant. Well, I bet Absolutely. you beets, because you know hipsters now made Brussels sprouts, like the new French fries for like hipsterdom. Beets could now maybe supplant that. I hate hipsters for that shit. I've got an idea. Plant your own beet garden yes. this spring. Mm. Eat your own beets next season. I don't have the space, or I would. Put, a put it here. Yeah. Oh, we can do that a little brick. Yes. Oh, yeah. but what if people come and fuck with the beets, though? No, well, Who's well we should make a little beets? signage and call it Bag Milk's Beets. People might pee oh, on it. Should. That'd be fun. That's what I'm thinking. People come here, hop the fence. Well, that's no, great. I'm going to do it now because I just said it, and now <laughs> I'm still saying it, and I don't know how to end this bit. Don't pee on the beets. Bag Milk's going to eat them. <laughs> yeah. But Definitely do. Or do. Eat your own beets? Yeah, that's I do very, that. very organic. Although very I hate... organic, yes. Or get one of the nation members to grow a row of beets for... See, Back I got milk. a lot of offers. Have you? Yeah. And I found that weird. Yeah, listener food. It gross. was like, Good hey, call. man, like my baba makes a great borscht or something. I'll bring you some. I'm like, wow, that sounds great, yeah. man, but yeah. I'm going to get poisoned or something. Yeah. When I was yeah. a little kid in play school, every week a mom would come and bring a snack for everyone. Mm. The mum snack, it was called. I wouldn't eat any other mother's snacks, even Good. if it was prepackaged. I'd only eat my mom's food. And then my mom would come, and I'd be like, yay. And then the rest of them would just be like, well, how come you don't want to eat anybody else's snack? And I'd make a little face. That's how the face you made when people were trying to offer you beets. Well, it, it got to a thing. It turned into a thing. Yeah. Anytime somebody sees beets on a menu now, they tag me in it. Sure. Anytime somebody's eating beets, they tag me in it. Like what? 180,000 people watched you eat beets this year. This is the number yeah. one beet promotion of all beatdom. I moved the beet industry forward. You certainly did. You at least raised the profile. Of the Find somebody who's eating more beets than me. But you I'm can. with you. I, the beet thing really resonated with me because when I was a kid, like growing up in a Scottish house, we ate weird food and pickled beets was one of them. And I remember my parents forcing me, you try those, you finish those. And I cried. I cried and I cried. And my sister to this day, she still rips on me and makes fun of me for crying over the beets. So... When you were like, no, no, you don't understand it. I like, you know how people hate. Uh, what's the you get it on a fish taco? Cilantro. Oh, mm. Yeah, that's how you are at beets. Yeah, and I don't feel like cilantro gets this free pet. Like you hate beets. I hate beets. Yeah, to the core of my soul, I hate. They're beets. horrid. They are a horrible dirt vegetable that nobody should ever eat. I can't figure out if you're like the best kind of human being because you're willing <laughs> to do this, or the worst kind no, of monster because I mean, you're like, yes, I will eat beets every day, even though I hate it. And one day, I'm going to kill the referee and eat his skin. Eventually, we're all whores, you know? No. And I'm being a whore right now. Oh, yeah. I'm, no, I'm going to move that beat money. But all you're not making gonna... money. No, no. So you're not a whore. You're Someone like a... <laughs> will bite. You, what's a free whore? A volunteer? Uh, that's a word that I'm we just probably, a... yeah. <laughs> no one's ever invented it. Yeah. That's a guy who whores himself out and gets nothing <laughs> back in return. A sucker. But you know what? It was cool, though. The experience of talking to fans after losses and people started looking forward to it. And I would just ramble for 30 minutes or whatever it was. It was a good time. <sighs> there were so many weeks. Game nights, I would wake up in the morning and be like, <laughs> I'm going to watch the beat cast first yeah, it was thing weird. in the morning. I remember very clearly there was like a group of college kids. They were about 20-something or whatever. And they are all there were eight of them sitting around with my Twitter up on their TV waiting for the beat cast. That's why I'm going to do it. That is so For the fans. I'm, I'm going to do something after wins, and I'm going to do something after losses. Beats are all... Beat, the beats... Well, Go what on. about the win? That's listen. We've beaten the beats into the beats. What about the wins? <laughs> I don't know. I, have, I need a good idea for well, a win. Dick pick. 
Don't yeah, air. Yeah. Said somebody not named me. <laughs> <laughs> every time I'll post a picture of my schmeckle. Every time <laughs> oh, yeah. Might I suggest Schmanz. for the wins, because we know there's going to be so many of them this yeah. upcoming season, that you choose a little variety. Don't limit yourself sure. to one thing. So Don't Airs is great, mm. but, but after 55 Connor wins this year, yeah. you have 55 Maybe jungles. a lobster tail one night. A filet mignon. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm going to ask for a raise here if I'm eating yeah. filet mignon. We're going to sponsor this bit. Hell yeah. Yeah. HelloFresh no, is going to sponsor the wins. There it is. What's HelloFresh? Uh, I just got a GC to them, so that's why I learned about them. What's uh, a GC? GC is a gift card or a gift certificate, <laughs> depending on the legislation or the rules behind it. What zip code you're in? <laughs> uh, they bring food to your house. Good food to your house. So. Is this yeah. an ad for that company, Native Ad or whatever it's called? That's a Native Ad. HelloFresh, you owe us $5. Now we're just shouting out brands for no reason. That's right. Come on, Gillette. Us the way. I got to shave my neck tomorrow. Do the work. Don't get paid. Yeah, I'll do whatever. I'm open to suggestions. I, I shouldn't say I'll do whatever. What's your favorite kind of food? Uh, tacos. But you couldn't, like you said, you can't have tacos can't, every night. Well, I like the idea of the variety and just yeah. switching it up. Yeah, well, does it have to be food related? Maybe you could like could order be, on yeah, can, how else do you? every time. I could have a beer oh. or something. So maybe you could like live stream ordering on Skip the Dishes. Meet your driver. Where did we order from? Yeah, yeah. interview your driver about the Eat game. It. You could gamble on what Bag Milk ordered, mm. right? What do you think he got? Interesting. Yeah. Double advertiser. You get a betting company to give prop bets on what he ordered and Skip the Dishes. All right, Skip. I hope you're listening because an email no is coming listening. your way. The black box isn't plugged into the wall. Those lights oh, are fake. Oh. <laughs> What was good about the Brum on the weekend we're back was Brum? the only two people that liked it were you and I, Bag Milk. Yeah, I didn't mind it at all. Yeah, like everyone's was like, oh, it was harsh and whatnot, but I actually thought it was tasty. I don't think it's a shot drink, though. No. We, we did shots of it. I don't think that it's, it's uh, you know, the delivery system in well, which they listen, I tuned it. into the Real Life podcast last week, available on iTunes, iTunes, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, SoundCloud all coming the places. Soon. Oh, SoundCloud now, Spotify coming soon. Stream it on I your listened smart to that, toaster. and I heard you talking about all these fancy mixed drinks uh, back in Thailand. Mm. Uh, frozen mojitos, a lemon. What was the lemon? The, lemon, lemon daiquiris. Lemon daiquiris. Delicious. Like, get creative with your beet rum. Yeah. Oh, oh. Hey, like, here's what we're making yes. tonight. Here's what's on the menu. Rick oh. Hand sends me a list of recipes or something like that. No, no, no. You make your own recipes. They okay. probably don't have one for beet rum. They're, so, they're, they're beet looking rum for you. Coke. <gasps> Imagine there was a shot for every goal the other scored that <gasps> night. Oh, oh, oh bag You make bag the drink. Guttered again. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of got a hat trick. Yeah. You make the drink, and God forbid they lose. You dump it and you eat the beets. Oh, see, oh, that, that, that is sad. Everyone Just will feel drama. the pain. That's good. That's really good. Yeah, that's good content. The, wow. Then you paint a Nike swoosh inside your sink where you drink, <laughs> pour the drink. That's right. Double monetization. That's right. Just do it. Unbelievable. Wow. Wow. We are solving the, the, the issues of the day here. I don't even want to get to my list of things that I was supposed to do. And number one of them was show UConn that this show has structure now. Listen, I, well, and UConn's supposed to come in and just tear us apart. Well, and I know he's just frothing at the hit, mouth to do this. We haven't hit any of my segments. Let, well, you know what? You want me to shit on you? To be, well, oh, yes, please. I do. Yeah, let me set I've it been up. looking forward to this for two weeks. I'm going to set this up. Because UConn is the flagship podcast of the Nation Network. As part of our very lucrative deal, I said, for God's sakes, take pity on us and swing by every now and again. Do a forensic audit of our show. Just like Bobby Nix came to the Oilers and did a forensic audit of the franchise, but it was later negated because we drafted Connor McDavid. Right. Who cares? <laughs> we wanted you to come to the podcast and be kind enough to listen to a few shows, and you did, and tell us how to get better. We just cracked our 200,000th download. I do not feel like we know 200,000% more than when we started. Sure. we got to get smart. Hit us with the heat. I like the show a lot. I've listened to... Because I've been trying to come in for a couple weeks. Uh, last week, I got... I was hoping to get chirped on it, actually. I called in with allergies, which... A little congestion. Well, to be fair, I wasn't even aware of that because I would have opened up okay. the show with, yeah, a, like, with a shot across the bow of that one. Yes, I was like... I mean, I'm still a mess from it. This but is like, a hypoallergenic room, so you're I was, in a safe I was place. bagging grass and raking the Yukon lawn, and I didn't have my ninja <laughs> mask on. And my wife's like, you should have a dust mask on, and I was fine. Then I woke up that morning at 2 a.m. and was near death, like bad. It was a rough week last week. So I wanted to come in, but that, long story short, what's nice about it is I've had a chance to listen. I'm probably six episodes into the show. It's embarrassing uh, for me, but continue. I apologize. I, I, feel, <laughs> I feel like I'm getting a good feel of what the show's about, the evolving dynamic on the show. Uh, I think the con- Do you want to start with the good? Where do you want to start? 
The ugly. Yeah, rip us apart, yeah. man. And on a high note, like a sexual congress. The sound, and keep in mind, I'm using the Bob Barker microphone Looks today. Oh. I don't have any headphones on. Uh, therefore, that, that should be where this starts. Everybody gets a set of headphones. Nation Dan, we need a, multi, we need a four-pronged splitter output for that board because you each use the microphone differently. And if you can hear how it's coming through the speaker, you'll immediately compensate on the spot. So, uh, Wanye will come way back off mic and you're still talking at that same level. If you can hear that, you'll compensate and you'll get back up on the mic. Well, I like to rock back and forth like one of those crazy okay. people in a mental institution. That's good. Straight jacket. But just rock back to the mic. Yeah. Uh, Jay, you sound, uh, the plosives issue has been resolved. We discussed the plosives, which is when you pop your peas and your hard sounds and your cacophony like this. Pop it like it's hot. Yeah, so you just moved off to the side of the microphone. But you so weren't I'm there. popping on the side. You never were, stop popping. Never stop popping. You, know, you don't have to stop popping. Collar pop. Um, but again, really, the only, the only criticisms I would offer of the show thus far are uh, the, the quality of the audio. And if you have phenomenal advertisers that spend money on the show, it's then so you... It's so true. It's like know, when Jay drives the nation card dirty. Wash the truck. Can you wash the yeah, truck? You got to wash the truck. Wash I wash truck. it. I wash it all the time. I actually just shot a little Insta story on the way in. Uh, you did you with see a the clean truck? Car- truck I, a few weeks I, ago, and it was dirty after you'd warned me to tell Jay to clean it. Now, I, to be fair, about uh-huh. being in Canada, uh-huh. especially in Edmonton, the springtime is the sloppiest time of the year. Yeah, so you it have to wash tough. your truck a lot. Oh. <laughs> your free truck. Who's, who's got that kind of time and who's got like that I kind of money? I work to pay yeah. for his truck because it's free. Yeah. Unless, unless Bubbles is going to sponsor this podcast. If I went to a thousand people and said, I'll give you a free truck, but all you have to do is keep it clean, I bet you a thousand people would drive by in the middle of a mud hurricane, a murricane. I'm doing, I'm doing a... Hey, uh, hey I'm, I'm doing, a, I would say, an... A minus job on keeping that thing clean yeah, on the outside. True, you, sample size of two. You've seen it dirty twice. You can I've warn seen it me dirty both twice, times. but I've seen it clean as well. It's clean right now. Yep. It's easy to be clean on yep. a plus thirty day. So long roundabout way is you know <laughs> keep the audio clean, and that's I think I really think headphones are going to be the hugest difference maker. Because right, right now I can't tell if I sound like shit. Yeah. I, because I can't hear myself. Right. And so if you get if you put headphones on, you're going to sound better. Now, do we need a new black box though? Because all the cords so. lead to Nirvana over there, and then if we're going to have long ass earphone cords too, yeah, put long ass earphone cords. Just zip time to here to your microphone, right? So they they just uh, right. That's a pro tip. I think uh, we should get spicy. Who's the worst? I want to know which of the three. You're, of us you're is my the favorite worst. character. Hell yeah! yeah. Oh, and I'll wow. tell you why. It's like you knew yeah. that. It's like that was there was some uh, everything was wrestling I, there, and he I'm set legit that up on teeth. Uh-uh. Oh damn! I'll it. tell you We're what. Under a fire here, Wanye. <laughs> I mentioned zip ties. Who do you think in this room's probably got zip ties in his glove box? <laughs> All of them. I got zip ties. Lime. <laughs> he has the darkness in him. Did it, you say lime? Oh yeah. It's. <laughs> I hate being the, do you watch this TV show guy, but do you watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? It's one of my favorite shows. Okay. I named my dog Frank after oh, Danny DeVito. You've got a little bit of the Dennis in you. There's oh, a nice. little bit of the Dennis in Wild you. Card. You have a guy named Dennis in you. Oh, Who's Dennis. a sociopath, right? Yeah. But he's functioning. He's likable. He's pleasant. He's nodding so happy. But yeah, yeah. every now and again, I feel like you're fighting the urge to say like, well, just skin him and eat him. Like, you know, like, like, <laughs> like, like you, you probably creep out a room once in a while by saying something that... Absolutely. 100%. See? Okay, good. And that's six shows, right? So I think you're like your little subtle character and your little like if, if Wanye had, uh, you know, was choking, you'd leave the room. Like, I believe yeah, that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I, probably would. I believe that. Yeah. I feel like you've got all these alternate plans of if this happened, I'd do this. And they don't jive with what most people's plans would be. I would agree with that. Okay. How many scenarios do you have a scenario for right now in your head? I've been mapping all of you out <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, I think uh, uh, Bag Milk is the strongest character, identifiable character on the show as it is Congrats. right now. Thank High you. praise. It's all that radio you're doing. I'll send you it's that well It's machine. practice. Yeah, I'll send you uh, Jay, I think, has the gift that they teach and they teach and they harp on it and either you, you, you can learn it or you can't is the smile, right? You're just, you can hear your smile through the microphone. And that's what people want, right? For sure, because who doesn't want to talk to Sunshine a Sunshine and rainbows over here, right? guys. That's right. It's almost like your your lips are fighting your teeth. You got too many teeth in there, and they're just trying to get out and smile, and you can hear it, and you're a great storyteller as well. You're a reluctant storyteller. 
which is an admirable trait because it's humble. Especially when we're being paid to give stories. Yeah, but it seems better if you guys got to drag it out of them. And that brings us to you, Wanye, uh, uh, who is an impeccable mm. host. For real? Yes. I'm Like, I'm sitting here right now. I know the way I put my podcast together, and it's not – I mean, it's a one-man show, so it's a little bit different. It's a lot different. It's, totally, it's the exact opposite of this. But <laughs> I, that, it's I, good. I know yeah, it's good. Under work. I know yeah. what the host position is like from the radio. And the fact that you can segue flawlessly through all these relatable topics, again, digging into the content, I think the content is great. It's just enough hockey, but it is real life. But in real life, here, guys talk about hockey. So you can make a Bobby Nix reference that has nothing to do with hockey, but it does. Mm-hmm. And it lets the, the, the people that are listening to the show, um, it's something that they can relate to. And the fact that you seamlessly flow through all of this and navigate it with a great, vibrant, bubbly energy is very very difficult and it's probably something that you can't teach the well, technical no one certainly, shit i don't know that i've learned anything so i don't remember good being well taught. then that's good that's good now you need to listen to yourself you need to listen to the I show you. you have to I that's can't. horse shit why why can't i be the one guy who does a podcast you never listen to one second of it <laughs> because you won't be as good <laughs> because you won't be as good maybe helen keller You're, wrote a I, book she was blind and deaf. i used to do a gimmick when i was working in promotions here's how everything is wrestling we had gimmicks at the station. We all gave ourselves handles, nicknames. My gimmick was the exception. We had the commodity, who was Cub Carson, who was hosting the morning show at the time, and kept undervaluing himself when he would get approached to do things. So we had our promotions director, Heidi, was like, God damn it, Carson, you're the commodity. You're the commodity. You're the goddamn commodity. Charge people for your shit. She was the influence, because she's like, don't worry, I'll influence and I'll put anything. Me, I was the exception. Because there was a, there's, a, there's an exception to every rule, mm-hmm. and it's me. So you can't be the exception <laughs> to not listening to your own shit because I'm the exception. And everything is wrestling, yeah, yeah, and this yeah. is a beautiful segue yeah. into the best podcast on the Nation Network. And I'm showing you how you can get louder if you back off the microphone a little bit. And I hope this audio is good to illustrate my point, because if it's not, then I sound like an idiot. And then you come back down to your normal voice, and you get a little bit closer up on the mic. Dan, how does it sound? Oh, good. Real Life Podcast brought to you by our good friends at sumojerky.com. My jerky hasn't arrived yet. My boy Rick, RPW1932, his arrived. Did you arrive? No. You, no? I'm itching, though. Yeah. Like, I really I need it. And yours yeah. hasn't either. It's very strange how it all works because it all comes from a facility in upstate New Jersey. And so this is like international shipping. Yeah, because it comes from all over the planet. Mm-hmm. And I think that sometimes it's like one box gets held up at the border, but the other one gets through. And the other one they're trying to make sure isn't like bulk cocaine or something. Because they always do arrive. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Flex. But and it's, it's the best jerkies in the world shipped every month. And you it, get it. I get it. And it's a nice, it's, there's no surprises anymore in the world. You know what I mean? Like, you got to hide from the information now. So to get a little bag of an unmarked jerky, like, there's something mysterious and sexy about <laughs> well, it. Well, it has flavors written on it. Does the envelope come? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm saying just no, that like delivery. Toe jerky or something. No, 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 no. But or I'm is saying, it? Yeah. When no. it shows up. Yeah. It's like, you don't know what's surprise, it, yeah. jerky, what's it going to be? And then you open it and you see it. But there's that moment of like, all right. How long does it last when it arrives? It's gone right yeah. away. I eat all three bags. Do you? Three. Yeah, for yeah. the most part. I'm usually doing the podcast while I'm eating the jerky. Oh, to nice. To be honest, yeah. That's good. I've done a few for the, for the commercials uh, on the Everything is Wrestling podcast. I've done a few live openings of the jerky. Yeah. Like, that'll be the commercial. Can you that's ship a, those to us for this show so it's yeah. the same? Because that's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right, Sumo Jerky, there you go. You've got two celebrity endorsers, Yukon and TBD, who's coming out later this summer, hopefully. No chance. I'm the exception. Yeah, no chance. The exception's a good gimmick. Though. That's a great gimmick. Like, most guys my age live with their parents. I'm the exception. Most guys in radio starting out are working in a small market. I'm the exception. And would you do that? Oh, just in the hallways, just fucking around, being stupid, right? Like, just for fun. <laughs> yeah. Be, yeah. It's weird how you guys don't get as much time to, like, do unscripted or scripted content as you would think. Like, when you're actually thinking about writing a show yeah. in the morning and you got a three-hour show at the Bear, right? Uh, four. Yeah. Four hours. Five, well, 5.30 till 10. 5.30 till 10. So, four and a half Four hours. and a half, yeah. How many minutes of actual getting to be funny do you have a day? We have... Oh, shit. Per hour, we have four breaks per hour. I would say our breaks run anywhere from about three to seven minutes. We have a top hour newscast that is a direct ripoff of uh, Weekend Update, just shorter and quicker. 
Uh, I have an editorial that I write every day. We have several features. So quite a lot. Like there's a lot of content to fill. In a four and a half hour show, maybe yeah. 40 minutes, 30 minutes? How, much, how long do you think you got? Well, it depends what like of talk time. Is that mm -hmm. what you're asking? Yeah, where you actually get to do fun Let's stuff. Let's say 5, 10, 15, 20 times 4. What's 20 times 4? 80. 80 hours. Maybe maybe 100 hours. Hours? Or minutes. Sorry, oh, minutes. Good minutes, 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 yeah. Because a lot of shows, different formats of different stations. You, all you're doing is like, next up, Rihanna. It's funny. Every format thinks they have it the toughest. Like I look at – that's why this podcast has been such an interesting exercise for me because – I'm writing in a totally different style. I'm delivering in a totally different style. The rock guys or, or the, you know, the, the music-driven morning radio, they, uh, everyone's like, oh, you've got music. You've got you know, eight-minute song sweeps, and you've got six-minute commercial sets. Whereas, and the talk guys are like, we've got to fill 16 minutes. And we're going, 16 minutes must be nice to just go talk unfiltered and blather away you know, and not have to worry about being tight, timely, topical, forward building momentum, like all these other concepts that, so everybody thinks they have it the toughest, but it's really just trying to do what you do the best. So I don't know that there's one that's tougher than the other. It's not that people don't want to hear, sorry. Funny. I always find it interesting when I'm doing the radio hits I do on two stations, yep. where it's very much like when I'm rambling, yep. I quickly get cut off. For sure. Yep. I think that's super interesting. That's the part that bums me out about a show like yours is that you, I don't think you guys get to talk enough. But I'm a big talk that, radio guy. That so am I. So am I. I listen to CBC. I listen to iNews because it's. I mean, it's terrible, but it's. I like it. I like the car wreck that it is. Um, and I listen to TSN, and I listen to Ched, and I listen to the talk radio, regardless of content or, or topic. Right. I mean, if it's something that I'm really not into, but the podcast exercise has been good for me. And and I swear, you guys have been filling part of my listening void. I drive white mud tip to tip every day. And now I tune into the to the real life podcast and and make mental notes to correct you guys on. And like I said, when I came in, it was weird to come in because it's like I'm I'm listener mode now, right? And I know the bits and I know the shtick and I know what happened last week and here I am on the show. So it's been weird for me. It's been a kind of a surreal exercise for me. Speaking of you being here, you get very good guests. How yeah. does that happen? I have a great greasy way that I got kind of the linchpin of my guests. So the biggest guest I, I've had... We're talking for the Everything is Wrestling For the Everything podcast. is Wrestling podcast. Yeah, Available so, on iTunes and Google Play. Ship it. You know it. <laughs> so I've had some pretty legitimate A-list guests. Uh, Hillbilly Jim, WWE Hall of Famer. He oh, went in I this remember year, Hillbilly, right? yeah. From Hulk Hogan's Rocky Wrestling. I got a Wrestling. card of Hillbilly Jim's. Jim Ross, the voice of Monday Legend. Night Raw for 25 years. The greatest broadcaster in history, in my opinion, regardless of genre. Um, we had Ron Simmons on last week, Farouk, who mentored a young man by the name of Rocky Maivia, who went on to become a rock. Nation of Domination. Nation of Domination. The first black world heavyweight champion in pro wrestling history. Uh, like I said, in more halls of fame than Wayne Gretzky. Like, just in, impeccable athletics career. Um, Jake the Snake Roberts, Mick Foley, Sheamus. So all these wrestlers, but one of the great... And again, this is where I like the darkness of bag milk. So... The first one, <laughs> I'll explain, I'll explain. This is a greasy move. The first one that I lined up was Jim Ross, of all, all the people, the biggest, you know, the biggest one right out of the gates. And that was through an old contact that I uh, had from radio. And he's now managing Jim Ross for personal appearances. So I also had like three floaters out in the water to Hillbilly Jim, uh, a woman's wrestler who had just been released named Emma from WWE, and so I had all these fishing lines in the water and then I got Jim Ross and then I did the follow-up email the next week and I said, hey, just following up, I know you're going to check in with your talent, with their management to see if they'd come on the show to support their upcoming show in Edmonton here. Uh, I have studio avails from 10 till uh, noon Mountain Standard Time with the exception of Friday as we already have Jim Ross booked for that day. Drop the name. 30 seconds later, Hillbilly Jim's manager says, what, kind, what time can we come on? That's when you, so it's a lot of it is that lineup outside the bar. The perception is reality and they think you're legit, even though it's some, well, you're pretty legit by wrestling podcast standards, I suppose, but, I but by Jim Ross standards, not I was at say, all. I followed a bus with Yukon's face on it on the way here. Yeah, I would say it's fairly yeah. legit, but on, on this global scale of the podcast world, they don't know. Well, right? nation network's a big old thing. Yeah, for sure. But Jim Ross doesn't listen to the nation network or, you know what I mean? So, but again, it's, it's, uh, but the, the bread and butter of it is the independent wrestling scene in the city. Uh, last week you called it backyard wrestling. That'll get you slapped mm. in See, a show. I yeah. need to know. Yeah. If you say fake, whew, I've got a drop that I use every time the word fake comes up on the everything is wrestling podcast. 
and it's a it's a John Stossel from 2020 or something back in the 70s getting slapped out by Dr. D to David Schultz to prove it was real fake you think that's fake cuff that's an open end slap I'll show you fake big big lawsuit again you got us I'll send you the clip it's great stuff but yeah fake will get you slapped out backyard wrestling that's a no-no so uh the independent wrestling promotions monster pro wrestling real Canadian wrestling uh, Prairie Wrestling Alliance. Prairie Wrestling Alliance. All favorite. those guys have been great. They're usually good. Each one of those promotions will bring in some sort of name from the past or recently released or independent wrestling darling, a name, right? They'll bring one in, say, every two to three months. And they've all been hugely supportive of the podcast. In exchange for pumping their shows, they've been able to facilitate me having their talent on the show. So when they bring in a guy to do a one-off or a two-off, they'll. I'll, I, I mean, I follow the scene, and I'll say, hey, you got... Hurricane Helms coming in, let's get him on the podcast. Or you got D'Lo Brown coming in, let's get him on the podcast. And they've been really, really supportive. So that's how I'm getting my guys. And here's the problem with our show. We're not as cool as you, and none of us are really in charge. <laughs> we can't pull So we the... look at each other like, are you calling Matthew Garan for next week or yeah. am I? We're not the ones then to like no one does. pull the bait and switch on the WWE or on the yeah, NHL to get a... some get. It was good. Yeah, it was good, it was good though, eh? Oh, yeah. oh that's yeah. amazing. That's... It worked. It was that's everything is wrestling right there. That's 100%. great. 100%. So what types of guests would you guys like to have? Hockey players, I'm guessing, right? So I think there's two kinds of guests we should get on this show. I think that now with... The show having changed with the host, right? It started out Gregor and Strudwick and I. Yeah. And it was before Gregor and Strudwick had their own show. Yeah. So it was Let's like, talk about that show. Ha, ha, ha. Funny. Good show. Well, yeah, great yeah. show. Yeah. Smashes it every day, two to six. Yeah. It's unbelievable that two of the worst voices on the radio are that successful. <laughs> Strudwick's got a mouthful of marbles. Yeah. Gregor, right? Everything. It's a question. Yeah. Everything he asks. But yeah. he knows everything. Like, sure. the other night we were out with Gregor, and they started talking about, like, the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. And Gregor just like looked into the air and rain manned out everything you could ever hope to know. Like the amount of Gregor's big thing, and he's done phenomenally well, right. is that he understands how to sell his own ads and yep. be his own businessman and be his own brand, yep. which is remarkable. Mm-hmm. But he's also just an encyclopedia of every sport. Sure. Like freakish. Yeah. His delivery is irrelevant. The amount of shit he knows. That's why. He, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The fact that they both sound like shit, yeah. yet are successful. Well, Strad's right. is skills are a little bit more opaque it's just general likability likability yeah. right oh yeah he always he's got a bunch of great stories from yeah. like an amazing rolodex of nhl yeah. for everybody sure. who knows struts likes struts yeah and yeah. feels like they have a special one-on-one thing with him whatever yeah. that thing may be do you want to know what his move is yeah there's the guy he doesn't know the name so it's hey there's the guy he confessed this to me uh-huh that's his oh. go-to yeah if he does hey, there he is now that you said that, he's done that to me at least twice. <laughs> There's the guy. Oh, he's done shit. that to me at least twice. Uh, Everything is wrestling. So uh, there you go. No. I can there think he is. Specifically the last time I saw him, I was with you, Wanye, yeah. and he said, there's the guy to me, yeah. knows your name. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Now this <laughs> so is all about time, putting it together now. There's what guy? There's who guy? Yeah. <laughs> no, you want to throw kryptonite in his face? Please, yeah. No, that's awful. See, I don't want. This is why I don't want to know how everything works, and I don't want to know how the sausage gets made. No, I just you know like what? Everything being amazing. You're 100 percent right. There's nothing for me as someone who is in the public eye, a teeny teeny piece. The most offensive thing someone can say to me is, "Oh, you don't remember? You don't know who I am, do you? You don't remember me?" Like, sorry, I met you in a dark bar <laughs> at 11:30. You know what I mean? And I get Strudwick meets a million people, but yeah. I just like busting yeah. his balls. Oh no, 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 fair enough. With that hair, oh my. But I would genuinely say that Strudwick is one of the nicest. He's I didn't team. want him to be on the nation at first. Too nice? I didn't want players on the Too nation. Too legit. No, I just didn't want anyone to come talk down to us, right? The whole genesis of Oilers Nation was, I'm tired of the media, not Jason Greger, talking down to yeah. us, not Robin Brownlee, not Low Tide. Yeah. I don't want another place where people are going to talk down. And then I didn't want players coming on board because thinking we're all ham sandwiches sure. and talking down to us. And Gregor, to his credit, was like, we have to have Strider on the show. Yep. You don't know who, what you're talking about. You don't know what this guy's like. Oh. You don't know what he's like out in the community. No. You don't know. I've never seen him talk down to anyone ever. That was the statement Gregor made in the pitch to get Gregor yeah. or Strudwick on the show. Well, Strudwick, on the Strudwick is a good dude. Well, Strud's got like a unique story. Uh, I'm, which I'm reluctant to tell, to tell but uh, here we go anyways. Oh, nice. I was just handed a beer, and I'm going to open it. And it was a delicious fridge? nation oh, beer. Do you want to grab I like it. Fridge? Here's the way. I'm going to grab a beer. Yeah. I'm going to hey, yell yo. from the mic from afar. Yeah, Yeah. see? Now we can you visualize it. it. Dan Dan's me. got his finger up the air. Three minutes. I'm still reluctant to tell this story. Wanya has a beer. Nation <laughs> beer is fueling this podcast. Nation beer. I needed a thicker skin because I thought 
UConn's going to come here and no, beat the shit out of me. No, Nation because beer. I am a penny farthing. Um, <laughs> see? You're uh, talking about that. Penny Because <laughs> you can't say the other word. Sure, um, sure. Fuck, what the hell is he going to talk about? Sidetrack story, Strudwick's a good guy. Strudwick's a good guy. So, so much to the point, he was playing in Europe uh, for, for one season and uh, was flying back because the European season ends really early. And uh, on his way back to uh, while he was in the air uh, from wherever the hell he was in Europe to Canada, uh, the Rangers, who he played with for a few years, picked up on the fact that he was available. Right. So while he's in the air, they're calling his agent saying, like, we need this guy um, because his teammates miss him. Like they, they want him in the room. So he lands in Toronto, like getting ready to come back home to be with his family for the summer. And uh, he lands and like, he's, in, he's in the airport and their page is like, Jason Strudwick, phone call. And uh, it's his agent being like, do you want to play for the Rangers for the rest of the year? And he's like, uh, what? And, like, and had like five minutes to make a decision because wow. he's about to board his flight. And made the call and said, yeah. And so he had to hop on a plane, go down to Florida and join the team. And played like the last like 10 games of the season. So, because uh, the guys want him back in the room. So, when you play like that many games, you're not eligible to play in the playoffs. Okay. So, he couldn't play, but the team like insisted that he, that he stays and skates with the team all through their playoff run. Wow. Because the, the guys want him around the room. Yeah. Just value in having him there. I don't know that I've ever heard Strudwick <laughs> complain in his life or say a mean thing about anybody. No. And... They, uh, I've known him for a while now and like seen him enough that it, you know some some real life would have slipped out, right? Yeah. We can all pretend to be super nice, but eventually somebody wants to hit a referee with a whiskey bottle. I don't think he does. Gregor wanted me to do part of the roast and I wouldn't do it cuz I, I didn't think it was going to be a real roast. A real roast, like scathing bag milk would do a real <laughs> roast, right? If you let the I've darkness done, uh, out. I've done some best man speeches where I roasted my buddies Good. and it got dark. I've done two roasts and what a liberating, awkward, deliciously awkward. Yeah. Just so, it's the exact opposite of everything you get to do in my job. So it was nice. And I didn't think they would really roast. I was at Gregor so. Manor helping him with the jokes. We went low. How low? We'll talk off air. <laughs> Mine are real dark. Third finger in the air. Pause for the cause. We did do a liner shout out on the way back. There's too much to remember when you're working with professionals. Just one no, sec. Listen, Real life podcast. But look. Have you got holes to dig, earth to pack, and roads to build? Then you need to call Jabba Machinery Group. Does your equipment need a service? You can't fix stupid, but here at Jabba Machinery Group, we can fix everything else. With a full range of parts to keep your equipment running smoothly, Jabba Machinery Group is a family-operated and Alberta-grown business. Here to help build a bigger and better Western Canada. Give us a call or visit us at jappamachinery.com. Jappa Machinery Group. Join the family. We're back, real life podcast. We were supposed to start doing native ads this week at a request from one of our advertisers, and I can't necessarily speak as a non mechanic guy to what Jappa does. Jay, for God's sakes, say something technical. I won't get too technical, but I'll give you. The good, the goods. Okay, on give Jappa. me the gist. I, I was going to go online. My brother-in-law works there. My sister-in-law works there. I don't know. But I was going to go and read the site and recite. We know what their story is. Yeah. And their, their rise to fame, of if course. you will. But I hear a lot of Sean's stories. Mm-hmm. So I know Jappa, you know, rents and sells heavy-duty machinery. Like big-ass. Big-ass Tonka truck. What's the biggest thing you've things. ever done? Like been ridden, driven. Piloted. Me personally? Yeah. Uh, What's your name? Bobcat? <laughs> I, I, I think the Nation trucks were the biggest uh, really? vehicle I've driven. But we've got a site visit, a field trip, a Nation field trip out to Jappa. We're going to ride all the XCMG equipment because I know that's uh, they're the proud retailers of that stuff. But I know Sean Green, who is one hell of a uh, business owner and heavy-duty mechanic, will come out to any place Alberta because mm. anytime I'm talking to him, he is either coming from there or going to there and fix your shit. And, uh, he will with a smile and, uh, you know, he's got, he's, he's, he's hilarious, but he got good stories. But anyways, Jaffa sells good stuff, but the big thing they're on is about service, service and parts, not as many parts as some would think, but more than you probably think. And they'll bring whatever parts they have out to the middle of nowhere's town and install it on your flangulator on your J14. The J14 breaks down. Sean is out there in his service truck or one of his, uh, reliable team members. And they're going to be out in, uh, Hardesty, Red Earth, Firebag. Gross. 
Name random town, Alberta. Edson? Sure. Shout out to Edson. I hope that's a hell of an ad for you guys, Jeff. Drive around well, it's the power of editing. Or not editing. Yeah. editing. It's real it life. Well, because we actually have some points to hit here, and one thing it says here on my page with a big star is pump everything is wrestling yeah. audit. Yeah. Audit. Yeah, you do me now. So let's talk about that's what she said. Now, yeah. the problem with your skill set and like my skill set, for example, you is that they're completely opposite. Totally opposite. So you're a professional speaker. I'm a communicator. I'm a writer. I'm a thinker and a thought. You're an institution. You're on buses. Spitter. You're at the library. You can't go within 100 yards of showgirls without they're bringing out a special limo for oh, you. Yeah, that's how it goes. You've got a lot of pull around these streets. You're getting into the internet. And when we first met, we started talking about stuff. I was like pitching you on. We bought this wrestling website, allwrestling.com. And it's very popular down in the States. And we sent you a, a report last month. I think it's about two, two and a half million visitors a year. Yeah. Whereas we talked originally about how you're very like hyper local in the Edmonton market. Which is the nature of radio. The nature right? of radio. Which I've been doing for 20 years. Yeah. And so it was like, okay, you keep talking like you talk on the radio, but you talk about wrestling, which you equally love. We'll facilitate the internet side of things and away we go. Yeah. And your main concern originally was just like, I don't know how to not talk about those super hyper-localized yeah. stuff. How's that going? Really good. Yeah? Yeah. I, 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 feel, uh, I feel like I could cut a heel promo right here about the podcast itself because... What's it about? Maybe give everyone a little bit of an idea. What is the, the way I, wrestling? The way I describe it is a, there's, there's basically two types of wrestling podcasts that are out there right now. There's like news and reviews and predictions. And then there's ex-wrestlers with exclusive guests. What the vision I have for Everything is Wrestling is a lifestyle podcast for the wrestling fan. So it's not the hardcore, but I, I, I would expect that you probably watched Monday Night Raw that week if you're listening to the podcast. Now, that being said, I also want people who didn't watch Monday Night Raw still to be able to be entertained uh, a lot of guys that grew up watching wrestling and maybe faded away or outgrew it, which I think is just the most tragic thing ever, uh, that are coming back to it by way of the WWE Network or just the online content in general. I want them to find something entertaining, informative um, about the podcast. So a, a lot of big guests, but not a guest every week. We don't need that every week. Um, and and the the title is kind of the what the show's about. Everything is wrestling. And we discussed this earlier in this particular show that these ways of pro wrestling mentality and storytelling and angles and heel turn, turn, turns, turns, turns and rescues and saves that all leaves into real life. And if you can kind of look at real life through the eyes of a wrestling fan, you'll have an easier time navigating those waters when you can be dismissive of, ah, this is wrestling. This is just silly. This is, you know, everything that makes wrestling wonderful. It's a super good title because when I first heard it, I was like, everything is wrestling. It's true. <laughs> nothing is wrestling in my mind. Yeah. Because I don't know nothing about no yeah. wrestling. I only know like four things. I think you're starting to learn this. Like, I only know like four topics of conversation. Other than that, my mind is beautiful Carter. mind free of information, right? Yeah. And I was like, nothing's wrestling. But now I'm starting to get it. That's it. And when once the you guys in the luchador it. mask at the Oilers game in the background, everything <laughs> is wrestling. You know, when you're doing a bit and all of a sudden you realize you need more tension because people don't want to hear people agree all day yeah. long. Everything is wrestling. Yeah, when you uh, embellish a story to your buddies, that's your. That's everything is wrestling. My kids, like, you know what the difference between my kids and everyone else's kids? My kids sell. Okay, let me explain. <laughs> All right, my buddy, my buddy Derek's kid came over, uh, Brett, and my son Mac. They were both playing Star Wars, so they came running around the corner. And daddy hit him with the lightning, finger lightning, oh, emperor yeah. finger lightning, right? And I'm like, finger lightning, my kid fell on the ground and had, you know, seized out. Derek's kid just looked at me. That's selling. That's wrestling. That's part of the gimmick. Like, that's what makes everything fun. If you buy in, you jump in with both feet. So you want me to become fun. a fictional ver version of myself. Wait a minute, I already did that. Yeah, see, that's what, you're and you're the most wrestling that doesn't even know you're wrestling. I don't know that I'm wrestling. No, it's like the the money speech with the with the claws and the big bear at the end of uh, Swingers. What? You're money and you don't even know it. Oh. You're wrestling and you don't even know it. Your whole life is wrestling, but it's hockey substituted for beating each other up. It's all still wrestling. So you're talking to these stars on a week to week basis, yeah. and you're talking about their real lives. You're yep. talking about, i got a barbecue sauce. You're talking about, I'm an Edmonton sure. and I love wrestling because blah. But you're getting past the usual cliched responses these guys would get on like a wrestling telecast. I think, yeah, I think uh, 
most of these guys are at levels in their life where, you know, they're still trying to sell that next show locally, but they're not answering to powers that they're not answering to Vince McMahon anymore. So they can be a little more candid. They can be a little more open and expressive with, with their content. And I think the fact that I come off instantly as a huge fan and I know my stuff and I don't need to do a lot of research because I lived it. I grew up watching all these guys. Um, I think that, you know, if you can reference a minute detail about their career, they're more apt to be open with their content with you. If they know that you're a fan and they know that you know what's up. I think that that's what I want to try and do here too. Yep. So like when I talked to Smitty and I talked to Everly and my mind melted and I still can't believe it. I could never listen to those shows and I don't care. I think that you've got a professional approach to it, but you're a fanboy. I think that's ultimately sure. who I am too. I'm a massive fanboy. Right? Yeah, you like, should be. Former Oiler Len Esau, who played about 32 games for the Oilers in 1992. We went to a prospects game, the ball team, last summer. Dan and I were sitting there, the boys. <laughs> I remember that. And this. I'm like, holy crap, his last name's Esau. This kid who's playing for the prospects opposition. Yeah. And he's like, got, he's wearing our little box, the nation box, and he's like two feet away. And I'm like, hey. Are you Len Esau's kid? And he looked at me like he was Bill Gates' son. He's like, Psh, yeah. Nice. He turns back around. I'm like, unbelievable. No one know who, knew who Len Esau was but me. Yeah, I don't. I'm and that's right. when I retake. But even in the nation. It was a good grab. Was a good even grab. among the crew. And that's where I occasionally will re-grab the brass yeah. ring as the biggest Oilers fan on the squad of super fans. I remember who Len Esau was. Good. But you need to be that, right? Right. But that's, but that's legitimate. That's yeah. not wrestling. Is my point. That's legitimately sure. who I am, yep. right? Like I don't generally try and think about bits and stuff, and that's why I think doing a show like this is like an interesting exercise. Well, and part of the bits, of the show, and I'm segueing this completely off base because I think this was funny, Mike, and I think we should share this. Dan just busted us and told us to stay away from the mics because we were heavy breathing over the mics oh. while we we're listening to you two. And you chat. just said Bag Milk's real name, Chump. Oh, oh god, <laughs> damn it! Two in the Twice same in the show. We have a pro here. Can we pro up for it'll, one it'll show? It'll still sound less gross than my <sighs> sinuses. Uh, I think you put the mic in his asthma inhaler. But I think that that tells that, that there was a compelling story because I, I, I like if I'm into something, you breathe. Into oh yeah, because I'm it's like I go like a comatose. Visual? It was uh, so I'm a huge James Bond fan. Yeah. And uh, when Spectre was out, I went in and I sat in my chair. And I'm normally like I, I'm a hand talker, fidgety guy. And I didn't move for the whole movie. And people thought, like, people I was with thought I was asleep because I just didn't move. And I was just, like, jaw open and, and heavy mouth breathing. <laughs> really? See, that's not wrestling. That's innocence. Yeah, yeah, but that's, that's, that's but this is no, But this is not to be about everything is wrestling. This is about being, trying to make a good podcast. So Dan just came and slapped good. Mac, uh, uh, Bag Milk and I both good. on now, the wrist. Here's the thing. Three, again. Three times, man. I'm a beer and a half deep. Wow. Again. <laughs> Guys, Shit gets loose. If you had headphones... You would have heard your own creepy breathing. <laughs> That's true. See, true. guys, I'm telling you, solve your points for forty bucks here this morning, this we afternoon. Got, we had like weird free headphones from the All Star Game in L.A. that you got in your swag bag when you went to the All Star. Yeah, game. they stopped working. Surely there's a cordless Bluetooth headphone that you could. What do you think this is? The yeah, Everything Is money. Wrestling show. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have that kind of budget. We don't have that kind of budget. Did you hear our ads? They were rambling, and I ended up saying I would do crack in a backhoe. Nation Dan's going to save this show. Of course he does. <laughs> Nation Dan and I. Pull it out of the lava. Nation Dan and I, to bring it back to hockey, because I don't think we've touched enough on it. What's hockey? Show. It's just wrestling on ice. They lick each other in hockey. They don't even do that in wrestling. That was anymore. staged. Staged. Well, sure, why not? Could have been. Right? If, Brad, if you played in NHL hockey, yeah. and you were licked by Brad Marchand, yeah. and I assume you handle yourself with fisticuffs and the yeah, like, yeah. Would you headbutt that bastard? That'd be in my the instant neck? reflex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be my instant reflex, or I'd bite his tongue. One time, Yuke was telling <laughs> like, me, like, see, a story? that's something the bag, the bag milk was to you. Yeah. Like, what would you do? You get licked. Well, actually, you know what? I thought it was funny. I know, but you get licked. Yeah, see, if I get licked, I'm gonna go right back at him. You double lick. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. like if you're licking me, I'm sticking my tongue in your mouth. See, <laughs> that's see? why he's We're getting married. On the yeah, show. Yeah. One time, Yuke was telling me a story about being in a fight, and he was like, "Then I headbutted him, my go-to move," and I was just like. Holy fuck, am uh, I in over my head? No, I headbutted him, my go-to opener. That's <laughs> like, my that first heavy dude. Yeah, you what make your way? first punch a dropkick. If you 100%. land a headbutt, it is game over. Well, that's well, why he starts his fights. Yeah, no, exactly. Why not? I don't want to fight. And the thing is, if I'm going to fight, it's at the point where, okay, this guy's giving me no other option. Like, I know he's about to punch me there. 
Is it about his butt? How, how much does a headbutt hurt? Is it like headbutting it a soccer ball? No, it doesn't. I'm, More than a soccer ball? I've only done it a few times, but it's, I'm times. Scottish. It's in my blood. Yes, right? yeah. headbutt. You're, you're, you're born yeah. knowing that That's move. It goes right to the nose too, not to the head. It's oh, just headbutt blows to the it nose. up. Dish done. Headbutt to the. See, I would have headbutted the other guy's forehead. Why? You'd hurt your head. Well, I don't know how to headbutt. What am I? Soft. Not Scottish, apparently. Yeah, and it's got to be mid word. Nose. Headbutt right to the nose. Mid word. Yeah, you can't. Oh yeah, don't. Yeah, you don't want to wait. You can't haul back and headbutt. Yeah. It's got to be like, what's your problem? Like, listen, buddy, there's not <laughs> See, that. I've been in a fair few fights in my day. I would never let you get in headbutt we gotta, range. We really got to stop that video. So what do you got? Would you do toe-to-toe like, like 50 and Kanye in the cover of Source magazine? Well, that's how guys want to go, right? Guys want to get no... They want to lick you. See, I stay out of they their range. Get... If, you're coming in, Smart. if you're coming in at me, I'm Smart. losing. I got to start Smart. swinging. I call security now. I'm 41. But... Well, exactly. And you're also the Yukon Jack in the side of a bus. Generally, people on the sides of buses don't fight their own fights anymore. Maybe a headbutt would be good for my rep, though. Hey, When's the last uh, time you headbutted a guy calendar year? It's been well over 15 years. 2003. But you were still a thing, though, 15 years ago. Did you headbutt a guy late enough into your career that you're like, I can't be headbutting anymore? Yes. Wow, that's gangster. That's so good. That's so cool. That's muscle memory. You're just reacting. You're like, I had no choice. Ghost ride. Ghost ride. Ghost ride. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.